Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, Clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine. The glory hole is like a, a like big theater of magic you're Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mrs. Adam. And this is Mr. Adam. Yes, welcome back to another episode of By the By. Yes, and may I just say that your tits look amazing tonight because you're wearing this really tight striped shirt mm-hmm. um, and it just makes them look bulbous. And I'm looking at you in the video camera here. Bulbous. <laughs> the boobage is delightful. <laughs> is bulbous not a flattering word? I'm not sure if it is or not, but I'll take it as... as... I mean it flattering. You look yeah, like you're... I'll take like it as a compliment. Massive boobage. Mm-hmm. Massive mm-hmm. boobage. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, once again, if you'd like to see Angela's boobage during this podcast, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. We're putting these videos up there, uh, yeah. you know, because what else are we going to do with them? Yeah. yeah. And, and you're looking all smart over there in your glasses. I know, I'm wearing glasses because yeah. my eyes were getting tired. Yeah. Uh, I've also got a shirt on, but it may come off later on because yeah. it's fucking hot in here. It is. Yeah. Um, Listeners, astute listeners at home, may hear the fan, which I have put outside, so it's blowing cold air in. Yes, because cool. it, it is cold. It is cooler outside than it is in here at the moment. Mm. But we still have clothes on from when we went shopping. We so do. They'll probably come off. Uh, <laughs> most definitely. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to plan on sleeping in this. But no, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, how are we doing today? Good. Yeah. We're talking about something very fun and exciting. I can tell you're 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 doing the back and forth uh-huh. in the seat. You're really kind of excited to talk about what are we talking about? Oh, we're, that's right. We're talking about your recipe for happiness. Uh huh. Group <laughs> sex. <laughs> Uh, yes. Dynamics of group sex, maybe some group sexcapades that we've had recently, because there have been a few. You've got a whole page of notes over there. I know, it's exciting. <laughs> I can see your book. Mm-hmm. There's my so, book. Oh, and here's, here's mine. This is my notes. You'll see there. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my notes out in case I need to write notes down while you talk so I don't over-talk you. Right. Um, so, yeah. Let's... Uh, do we want to just jump right in and talk about, ooh, ooh, February 15th. Yes. 
That's the date we need to talk about. Actually, mm-hmm. I guess January January 25th 5th. is the next Club V. Uh, so the ladies only play party at our secret spot. Yes. Uh, there has not been one for several months now. Uh, it's actually been a little while. So this will be the third Club V that there will be. And I know it's a holiday weekend. So with Australia Day here in, in Australia, I guess it's not a holiday weekend overseas. Um, but I really do hope that a lot of people come out. If you're out there listening, please come join us on January 25th. It should be a very lovely time. Yes. I'm very much excited for more lady time. Pretty excited. I'm excited for more PlayStation 4 time. (laughs) I'm, uh, you know, I finished Mm Spider-Man. Great game, by the way. If you're a PlayStation 4 person, you like Spider-Man, it's a great game. Haven't gotten the downloaded content yet, but don't, you know, spoiler alert. Um, currently working on Dying Light. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for zombies and free running. So right there, it, it had me at zombies and free running. So yeah, that's uh, my current gameage right now. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited for my own time. <laughs> but then I'm also excited for... February dum, 15th. Dum, dum, Pendulum 8. Pendulum 8. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, okay. That, that actually works. Pendulum 8. I plan on satiating... You need to work on that one. All right. I'll keep that. I'll put that one back in the oven. But right. yeah, it's going to be awesome. And uh, <laughs> it gets us one one pendulum closer mm-hmm. to the one I'm really looking forward to, which is Pendulum X. Yes. Uh, so Pendulum 10. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to that, which will be later this year. I want to do something big. We haven't talked to Lawrence about this yet. Lawrence, I know you're a listener. Hey, buddy. Um, yeah. And if anybody is uh, out there and you're thinking that, you know, gosh, February 15th, that's right around Valentine's Day. It is. And how better to celebrate Valentine's Day with your partner than to come to our secret spot to the pendulum party. I know. Share your partner with yes. someone new. Give yeah. them an experience <laughs> that you can't give them because it's physically not you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. I I'm know. so excited. Yeah. Uh, we might be working on some exciting stuff coming up in May, mm-hmm. which might include another podcast, mm-hmm. but we can't tell you who or what that is. Mm-mm. But keep your eyes and ears peeled. It'll probably come out to one of our podcasts first or to Twitter, yep. the Twitterverse. It's going to be something big. Once details are known, you'll find out. It's going to be big. And then we have Marty Growl right around the corner, yes. which is in March. Coming up at the beginning of March. Yeah. That's exciting because they'll have the by visibility, by plus visibility, hashtag be seen float. I don't know if this is in the camera or not, but hashtag it be is. seen. It is. <laughs> here, here. And then. There we go. All right. So podcast <laughs> people who, who only have ears. This is a, a, a sheet of paper that says hashtag be seen. Yes. And we've got it so we can take it everywhere with us and get photos to That's send right. for the campaign. Woohoo. Yes. Okay, sorry. So now that's all of the housekeeping mm-hmm. stuff's out of the way, I think. I'm sure there's stuff that we've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Now, we take you to a time and place not too far from where you currently are. In a bed that has at least five people, maybe more. Because we've yet to actually determine exactly what the number is for an orgy. But I'm going to say... I think at least five. For me, to call it a true orgy, it needs to be six or seven. Okay. But I will accept a number of five or more. So what about group sex? Uh, oh, God, that was my hip. <laughs> so old. <laughs> my hip just popped. Um, for me, group sex is it's an umbrella term. 
So mm-hmm. I think group sex. Like threesomes and up? I think twosomes, threesomes, and foursomes. Because below, below twosomes, it's just masturbating, which yeah. is not a group. Um, but you can masturbate in groups. Does that count as group sex? I don't know. I'm. This isn't the podcast for definitions. This is the podcast for the way Bradford feels. And pontification. And pontification. <laughs> uh, apparently I've been listening too much to Cooper. Uh, so I'm just going to go ranting off on things that I believe to be true. That's my best, <laughs> Cooper. I'm sorry, buddy. I love you, but... I cannot imitate you. I don't really think that was his accent, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't it could do, be like I you, can't do Midwest U.S. But you could be Mid- like New Cooper. <laughs> New, I'm, I'm Cooper 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper 1.4. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a beta build. What can I say? Anyway. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, um, what do you have mm. over there? Let's, are we going to start uh, with I think first? We like should, the, I think we should start with kind of. Um, I don't want to say rules, but some things to keep in mind. Suggestions. Yes, when going into a group sex or orgy situation. Um, just kind of some, you know, little tips and tricks and pointers and things that you should just be aware of and be cognizant of. Step one, like all the people you're with. Yeah, that, that okay. definitely helps. <laughs> You've got real lists over there. Uh, and- so, and this is going to be, some of them may uh, be more appropriate depending on if it's at a club situation or if it's maybe at someone's a private party or a home where you do know everybody because sometimes we end up in group sex situations where we do know everyone and then sometimes we end up in situations where we don't and we've got some examples of of kind of all of the above here that we will hopefully get to and talk about Um, but generally be clean you know have Take a shower, go you into know. it clean, go into it groomed, go into it feeling good. You want to you wanna look good, you want to feel good, and, and you want to create a very positive environment for everybody there. I, I would really hope that everybody knows to be clean. It's, gosh, you know. Um, doesn't hurt to say it. It doesn't hurt to say it, you know. And, and I think it's extremely important in a group sex uh, situation <coughs> to really know where your hands have been. Yes, and I, I count that as part of the being clean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't want to have your hands in your right hand in, in one lady and immediately put it in another lady. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have your uh, the single hand in someone's anus and then into someone's vagina. That is not a recipe for healthy people down no. the road. No. And also, uh, and, and we'll get to this as well, but, but be aware as to what's going on around you. And, and so just be clean yourself, but also make sure that other people are playing to what you want as yes. well. Um, but I would say along those same lines, ensure that the space you're playing in is clean, it has necessary supplies. Make sure you have condoms, dental dams, lube, gloves if you want, towels, whatever you're going to need should be there. If you're at a club, these things are generally supplied. If you have specific needs, like specific lube or specific condoms that you need to use, take you your own. Latex, latex allergy, for yes. instance. Yeah, so take your own because while clubs should have them, they may or may not always have them. And so it's always better to be prepared than not. So if you do have something specific that you like, take it yourself. Uh, especially better to if you're, be safe than sidelined. Yeah, and especially <laughs> if you're going to someone's house as well. You should put that on it. Oh, That's sure. actually a good one, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. You hear that, Coop? Safe than sidelined. <laughs> That's better. Damn it. <laughs> Just going to sit over here and uh-huh. drink my happy red wine. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing I would suggest, and this is just my personal preference, is to not wear too much perfume and cologne. You want to smell good, but you don't want to stink out everybody in the room. 
And some people may have allergies or reactions to that. So just kind of be aware to smell good, but don't be overpowering. It's very true. Yeah. You get that a lot on buses and things here too. So we don't get a lot of orgies on the buses though. No. I keep trying. No. I keep trying but... There was the one lady that did get naked. She did. I, I was like, oh my God, it's Angela. And then I looked at the video. I was like, thank God. No. Because <laughs> it does sound like something you'd be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm just going to take my gear off. No, no. I think it was like at a busy time of day too, wasn't it? Uh, you know, that bus wasn't completely full. There were still places to sit down. So I'm not going to say it was a busy time of day. Well, but it may not have been the But it wasn't time. like a 2 a.m. drunken kind of thing. No, no. Gosh, yeah. no. No, it was during the, the business hours. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think this one's really important. If you're sick, stay the fuck home. Don't get everybody else sick. If you have a, zero. Yeah, if you have a cold, if you, anything, if you're just not feeling well, if something's not right, it's better no pun intended, it's better to pull out <laughs> than to go and, and get everybody else sick because that's not what people want to come away from this kind of situation is you, know, you don't want to leave that and then everyone be sick for the next week. That's not a pleasant feeling. Yeah. yeah. Spit nor mucus are lube. No. Neither of those are lube. No. So, yeah, it is one of those things. That, and I know it can and be it difficult. it sucks. It can be yeah. difficult, too. Because we've had those times where people have pulled out on us and said, oh, we can't go mm-hmm. because blah, 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 sick. Uh, you know, just recently, mm-hmm. the gentleman was yeah. sick, and it was at an event that we both really wanted him at. Mom, but mom. <laughs> I would rather, I would rather a know that he's at home taking care of himself and getting better, yeah. than b potentially contaminating me and making me sick. Yeah, uh, I want to continue to like him. And there so, are times that we've. Yeah bailed out of the going to the club because we were sick and it's one of those you really really want to but again i don't want to contaminate everybody else there that's not nice and i'm going to take it a step farther to the mental health side of it which is there's been many times where i know there's been expectations that the two of us will play with a group of people Mm -hmm. and i'm just not mentally there and for me i would be happy if you went and played but it's just not for me. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't do it that night, or I can't do it that instant. So we've both bailed. Uh, I know there's been a few times where you've gone and played mm-hmm. um, without me, which I really I appreciate that because mm-hmm. it is. It's not something I don't want to be that person that holds us back. Yeah. I appreciate the fact that you want to play with me or have me included. But at the same time, I also know. Come on, we know you. You're going to have fun no matter who's there, uh, provided you like the people in the group. Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't need necessarily need me. To, right. to have an enjoyable time. Right. But I think it is important to be able to say, look, I'm I'm not in the headspace to play in mm-hmm. a group scenario. And that is something to keep in mind, I guess, as well with your partner, is that, you know, we're happy to play separately. For many couples, that's not the case. And True. so if both of you aren't really into it and you're both not in that headspace or feeling well or whatever, if, if maybe as a couple together, you're just not kind of in that space that like, hey, we're ready to share each other. It's okay to say no. It's okay to back out. It's Absolutely. okay not to. And if you are in a club situation, it's okay just to sit back and watch even. Or play as, adjacent. Yeah, or as opposed to playing with everyone else. Uh, if you're going, if you have a date set up or going to someone's house or something a little more private, that gets... You know, it it does suck, and it can be tricky to break that news to people, but at the same time, you just have to do it. And because it's better to do that than to have a bad experience yourself and potentially provide a, a bad or a not-so-great experience for the other people as well. Bad bad experiences, I think, are a lot like the flu. They're contagious. Mm-hmm. Once somebody is starting to have one, it's very clear that's that they're having one. Yeah. And the last thing that anyone wants to do is to bring down everyone's experience. And mm-hmm. so... You know, as difficult as it is 
to, to do something like that, to, to say, look, I can't do this or I'm not into it or it's not for me tonight, I think is better than, it's better than trying to push through. Yeah. Fa- falling into this pit of this is not working and then bringing other people down with you. And you may not bring everybody down, you know, but you, you will, your partner will know. Other people you're playing with will and know. And then people you were playing yeah. with will know. So depending on what play looks like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, then the next thing I have is kind of still along the health lines, but be your own health advocate. And so if you have, um, if you, I think it, you should be that bad, I can't even spit it out. But Easy you for should, you to say. Know. Uh, but be able to talk about uh, STIs with potential partners, be able to talk about this is what I'm comfortable, this is the level of play that I'm comfortable with, uh, this is... This is how I play. You know, I want to be sure that maybe if I want you to wear gloves, if you're going to, you know, use your fingers inside of me, I prefer that you use dental dams, condoms for oral, whatever the level is. Don't be afraid to ask for it. And also don't be afraid to, during play, pay attention and speak up if needed. Because it's not, it's not unsexy. Like, it, no. it's just, it's no. part of how yeah. the play goes. And, and don't be afraid to kind of speak up and say, hey, I, I want this or I prefer this or can you do this instead. And along those same lines, you should always play to the safest person in the room. So if somebody does say that they want to use dental dams, condoms for oral, whatever it is, do it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not going to mar the experience whatsoever. So whoever the safest person is in the room, just play to that level. And it makes it easier for everyone, and it just makes it just easier so you don't have to keep an eye out and police, and, oh, who am I going down on at the moment, or who am I having sex with, or what is it? You can just do it and know that everybody is comfortable with that. Yeah, I agree. You wrote something down. Do you have anything to say? Well, no, I was just, at some point I do, but I don't know if it's going to come in here or if it's going to be an addendum at the end. I'll go on down my list then. Um, I like it when you go down. Uh, A couple of other things are to be inclusive and respectful of people. And so if you maybe don't know everybody in the group, at least be respectful, even if you don't necessarily want to play with them, but be nice and say so. You know, you don't have to be ugly about it. You don't have to shove them away, that kind of thing. Um, and, And also, if somebody does say no to you, don't take it personally. Just because you're all in the group situation does not necessarily mean that you get to play with everyone in there. It's really interesting. I think you bring up a good point that a lot of people are probably sitting back asking. It's like, so how do I say no thank you to somebody in a group situation? Let's say there's seven or eight Mm -hmm. people and I'm, air quotes, people on video can actually see it when I do this now. Yes. Air quotes. uh, I'm stuck with somebody who I don't want to play with. Mm -hmm. And I know I have been in this situation. So I know what I did, mm-hmm. and I'm curious. So, let's talk about that. How do you? How would you navigate that if you're if you're with somebody that you're really not too keen on, uh, but they are one of the people in this group? Mm-hmm. So, depending on ex- the exact situation, if it's somebody that I just really don't want to play with whatsoever in any fashion, then I will either um, remove myself from that situation and say, you know, no, thank you, I don't want to play right now, or maybe I don't want to play with you at all right now whatever the situation is depending would you say that um, I don't want to play with you I have said that you've said that I don't yes. want to play with you wow but and and then but I'll rem- but then I'll remove myself and 
go to a different part of the play and play with somebody that I do want to. Or take a step back and watch and just, you know, maybe I need a break at the moment. So depending on how that situation is going. The other thing is if it's somebody that maybe I'm okay with oral but I don't want to have penetrative sex with, then I'll just ask for that. I'll say, you know, can I go down on you or would you go down on me? Mm -hmm. I'm not ready for penetrative sex or whatever it is. And, And to just kind of suggest something else. If I'm willing to play with them, but not necessarily in whatever fashion they're trying. Um, and I've definitely had that, where, where guys, especially people that are new to things, will sometimes just come up and just try to stick their fingers well, up yes. me, and it's just like, come on, seriously. But um, that's typically, those are typically situations where we're in a group play situation, and somebody who wasn't part of the original discussion, wasn't part of our group, has come in and tried to... Often, but not push always. Them into the, push themselves into the group. Okay. Yeah, not always. Um, so for me, I'm thinking of a time where I started going down on a lady who had a little bit of hair, and but she was a smoker. And mm-hmm. she had just, I mean, some smokers it really sticks to. And she had just come back from smoking, and so her hands smelled But she like also played with herself. Smoke, and she was yeah. playing with herself and running her fingers through her pubic hair, which I actually mm-hmm. find pubic hair, I like pubic hair. Mm. But when it smells fresh and, and clean, not when it smells of, of rank smoke. Ash. Uh, and so it was a situation where I started going down on her, and I probably went down on her for 15 seconds. And I was like, okay, no, I can't do this. Uh, so I went up, and I think we kissed again, and then I said, I'm going to move, I'm going to go over there back to Angela. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was rebasing myself yeah. was sort of that thing was mm-hmm. what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then she just found somebody else to play with. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to remember that what we imagine people are feeling is often quite different mm-hmm. than what people are feeling. Cause I don't feel like she got a negative experience from that, no. but it was very clear. I wasn't interested in playing at all. And so I just removed myself by saying, I'm just going to go re mm-hmm. touch base with Angela I could have said I'm going to go to the bathroom. I could have gone water, but if as soon as you remove yourself from a situation, people find in a group situation, people find somebody else to to fill that spot. Yes, but I also think it makes a difference too if it's somebody that you will encounter later in a group situation that you still may not want to, you yeah. just may have absolutely no interest in versus not. Because that particular situation, she's not one we're likely to encounter ever again in a group right. situation. Right. And so that's easy. But if it's somebody that you may encounter again, and then they may try again, and you just want to, you know, that's when you want to make it clear that, no, I'm just not interested in playing with you at all. And I'm going to say, if it was somebody who we, re- we saw repetitively, mm-hmm. and that each time I wasn't interested in them, I would say, you know, take them aside. Don't make it out in yeah, the public. You, you but don't want to make a scene. Take them yeah. aside and say, "I'm going to be honest." I think the for me, I would look at somebody in, in whose pubic hair smelled like cigarettes. Like, look, as a former smoker, it's something that I can't deal with. Mm-hmm. And I would expect that they would be able to take that. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I would be able to take that. I might not like it, and right. it might not be easy. But, but that at goes the same back time. To, yeah, I'd rather somebody be honest with me than to do something that they're not. Mm keen on and that goes back to don't take it personally because we all have different tastes and different styles and and different things that we're looking for both when playing with other people and also when playing with other people in a group setting as well yeah um i think this one is kind of obvious but worth mentioning as well is if you are in a club obey any club rules i mean that seems pretty (laughs) obvious but still good to mention um, obviously, we make sure that you adhere to all the rules of consent. 
Do we need to go through those or don't beat a dead horse? Let's not beat a dead horse. <laughs> but if you don't know the rules of yeah. consent, consent. Messages. Check yeah. out Planned Parenthood. Yes. yes. Yeah. Send us a message. We're happy to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely adhere to the rules of consent and make sure that you're consenting to everything that's being asked of you and that other people are consenting of whatever you're doing to them and that that be aware that that can be revoked at any point. Yes. Um, and that leads to my next point, which is feel free to leave if you need to. If if you're feeling overwhelmed with the situation, if you just need a break, if you need to go to the bathroom, if you need water, it's okay to leave. It's okay to say, I need a moment, or maybe I'm just not comfortable with this right now, or it's a little overwhelming. Um, I know sometimes it, it can be very overwhelming, both with people, with sensations, with just kind of everything. And and you may need to physically remove yourself, and that's okay. That's yeah. that's and okay. A lot of us get that fear of missing out. So mm-hmm. we don't want to remove ourselves because we're afraid of what might happen. We're afraid that we might miss something exciting. We might miss an opportunity with somebody we really were really keen on. Yeah. We might miss something that our partner is doing that we want to see or might get jealous of. In the end, I think you look at yourself first and your relationship, mm-hmm. um, which is you and your partner and your partner second. So, you know, take care of yourself. Don't worry so much about your partner and about other people. The, the, the times that we've had that we've had so much fun have been those times that, for me, I enjoy what you're doing and I'm mm-hmm. cognizant of what you're doing. But at the same time, I'm more focused on me and, mm-hmm. and how I'm, because of the trust we have. And yeah. I guess you have to have that sort of relationship with your partner that you can just trust yeah. that, that there's no risk. This is all reward. Mm-hmm. And so those times that I've had so much fun, I have just sort of let loose, focused on me, and then let me just be me and enjoy yeah. me and the people around me. <laughs> yes, because otherwise it would be masturbation. That's right. Which I'm okay to masturbate in front of people, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then really I just have a couple more things. Uh, I'll wait on one of them because I think it leads into the next bit. But... Uh, one of the things that especially people who are new to great sex and orgies kind of expect is they expect everyone to pair off. Yeah. And so they may think, I'm going to have sex with this person, this person only, and this person's going to have sex with this person, this person only. And that's not the case. Um, I mean, it may be. That may be how it goes. But for us, a lot of times, there can be pairing off at different times, but there's a wig like the puppy pile kind of play where it does, there is more movement and more fluidity amongst partners. And so it's not necessarily, and even if there are people who are heterosexual that are straight, if they, if they don't necessarily want to buy play, that's okay. There can still be switching of partners. Yeah, and absolutely. often there is. There's very few times that we've just purely swapped and that's been it. Um, so I would caution, just don't always expect that. Um, if that's what you want, make it done at the beginning. Uh, basically, at the beginning of, of play sessions, there should be a bit of conversation about everyone's comfort levels. And it could be a quick little something, doesn't have to be long, but just a quick, you know, hey, what are you comfortable with? What is everyone comfortable with? If they're people you've played with before, you'll likely have a pretty good understanding. 
doesn't hurt to revisit in case maybe somebody says tonight I'm only feeling oral or you know it's that time of the month maybe I don't want you to go down on me you know I just want to play with you um, something like that and so depending on what's going on it can be good to go ahead and have that conversation just a quick little something at the beginning as to what the type of play is that you want um, you can go ahead and have any STI conversations at that point what kind of protection you're comfortable using all of that at the beginning yeah I think it's, it's so important. I think people underestimate how important it is to have these communications up front. And we always we often say the seven Ps. Prior proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. And that kind of goes into that, which is you you have these conversations up front so that you don't either slow down or stop stop play later on, or so that you're you are everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. And we not, maybe not we don't have to be on the same page, but we need to be in the same chapter of the same book at least. And we've seen people group play at the club and at parties mm-hmm. where they're not even in the same fucking library. Mm-hmm. And you can see. And we've seen fights break out because of that. And where, especially between partners, where one partner quickly um, joins the other group's, or the group's uh, thought. Mm-hmm. And the first partner doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so then they then where does that put the stress? It puts the stress on the two people. Yeah. The group itself isn't going to feel the stress. They'll feel it at a temporarily uh, for a few minutes, but they won't feel it as long as the as the couple will feel it. Yeah. Yeah, I think being prepared definitely enhances the pleasure because then you're not worried about, I don't know if I can do this. What if I push them too far or anything like that? You, you know exactly what the boundaries are. And yeah. I think that's definitely helpful to know ahead of time to have the best time you can. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I think before we get into questions and sexcapades, the last thing I have is to just have fun and laugh because there will be awkward moments. Yes. There will be random things that happen. Somebody's foot is here. A body part is there. Somebody's trying to climb over to get out, to get in. Who knows what's going to happen? There will be awkward moments. The loud, the loud orgasms, the soft orgasms, the queefing, it all happens. Yeah. You just sort of go, you giggle and you're like, okay, this is great. I'm part of this. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would add to that is uh-huh. something that I've learned really since the time we've spent at Desire. And it was one of the fellas talked to you, and I know you're going to, I'm spoiler alert. No, no, go for it. Uh, but he talked about saying I might not get erect. And I know this is going to come back, but I'm now to a lot more relaxed about that. That mm-hmm. sex, again, doesn't have to include, you know, uh, penis and vagina penetration. Yeah. You know, oral sex on a soft cock or or, or with me just not getting an erection, it's mm-hmm. still fun and I still mm-hmm. enjoy it. And It's about having pleasure, whatever that pleasure looks like. Exactly. And I, I'm finding yeah. that, you know, I focus a lot on oral play. Mm-hmm. The number of women, I love going down on women. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I, the more I do it, the more I realize that I don't think a, I think a lot of women enjoy penetrative sex, mm-hmm. but I think we all tend to rush a bit and jump straight to that. And mm-hmm. I know that I think all of us are guilty of that. And I think group play is one of those times where you really can like enjoy and, and slow down and focus. Slow on down, it. focus on that, mm-hmm. lather yourself in oral play, and it's ends up being a lot lather of fun. Lather yourself, yeah, and labia juice. <laughs> So shout out to the bedhoppers there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get the labia juice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really enjoy it and take your time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So do we have stories now? Um, 
So we have questions, one, comments, and rewrites. We have one question from a listener. So before we get to that, yep, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back mm-hmm. after this message. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, but we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the wet coast. And we're back. (laughs) Um, So, all right. Where were we? Um, Yeah. We got Uh, a question from a listener. (laughs) Yeah, so we had a listener recently who asked us, because they're new to group sex situations and really kind of a lot of lifestyle pieces and parts in general, but they asked, how do you initiate sexual contact with others when you're in a group sex situation? And we do have a number of sexcapades that we can talk about that, that show different examples of some of these points that we've, we've mentioned. Um, but I think that's a very good question because especially like in this case, we all knew each other. Everyone else there had some knowledge and comfort level, had been in group sex situations before, this person was new. They were clearly included and accepted and all of that, but they weren't sure what the etiquette was for initiating contact with others. Yeah. Do you want to start talking about that? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I know what you're talking about, because I think this was a relatively Do we want to just talk about that experience? Do you want to jump ahead to that? Yeah. Yeah. We go backwards in time. Uh, We can mix around in time. This was a more recent experience in which, uh, in fact, it was at my birthday party. Mm Mm-hmm. Splashing. Splashing. It was amazing. Mm. Uh, but this was a, a situation where it was a, a previous partner who had broken up with her partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she has a new partner. Mm-hmm. And so it was a group of six of us, maybe? At least six. And then I think another yeah. couple. So I think it may have been eight of us in okay. total. Uh, no, I'm mixing stories now. I think you are. It, I think there were six. There were six of us. Yes. Yes. I've got another story that's popping mm-hmm. up in my head mm-hmm. too. So there were six of us. And it was a, it was a great experience. And I could tell that, that, that the, new, the newest person, the, the I don't want to say unripe or green, the greenest person. Mr. Green. Mr. Green. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, So, uh, Mr. Green uh, was, he was reticent. And Mm -hmm. I I think you're right. It was because of, now knowing in hindsight, Mm -hmm. it's because he wasn't unsure how to initiate that that touch. And what was okay and what wasn't okay. And what's okay okay and what's not. Because we did have a quick talk, I think, before Mm -hmm. we all started. But then we just sort of jumped into it. And when I say jumped into it, it was very much an Angela, like, Yeah, because it was a situation where we had played with all the others before. Um, I think the others, they kind of knew each other, but they hadn't really played, but they're also both very comfortable in that situation. And because they're all friends of ours and 
very like-minded. Uh, it was just everybody was comfortable, and there had been all this build-up and lead-up with the sploshing. There had been chatter afterwards sitting around in the front lounge room at the club, and and so there had been a lot of sexual tension, and so I think everybody was just kind of ready to go. And, and so he was definitely ready and definitely interested, and, and he jumped in as well uh, with both feet, which was great um but at the same time i you could tell at times that even though we had a bit of a conversation as to what's okay and what's not okay he also i don't think quite really knew exactly what his limits were so it was one of those let's just go for it and if we get there then i'll say something yeah um and and that's okay as well but it it does also kind of I would say that then I kind of pull back a little bit because you don't want to scare him off. But also you have to trust that he's going to say something if you get to that point, that he's not comfortable. You have to trust that. And and that is something that you really do have to trust, that you're not going to push somebody farther than they're willing to be pushed. Yeah. And that's a tough thing to do. But if they say that they're going to, that they'll say something and they'll let you know. Then you trust that. You have to trust that. So, you know, for me, one of the things I will always do in a situation where it's with people I haven't played with is I'm even after having that this is what we're you know we're all okay with oral we're all okay with penetrative sex I'm still before I touch somebody before I do something different is this okay yeah and or I'll say I'm gonna do this Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. you know and you see how they respond or may I yeah yeah Uh, but even if I say I'm going to go down on you. You know, if they say no, I, I say it in a, it's a question. It's mm-hmm, not a, mm-hmm. a directive. But, you know, I'm always much more cautious with people who are brand new people. Mm-hmm. And because I remember at one point he was close to me, like he was, his crotch was very near my face because someone was doing something to him. And it was mm-hmm. all fun and games. And I actually looked up at him and I was like, do you mind if I go down on you? And he said, no, I don't think I'm ready for that. I was like, Awesome. I was like, cool. And then I just went and focused on somebody else. It's like, because it is one of those, it's like a mobile. There's Mm -hmm. always something to grab your attention. Mm -hmm. And once something spins out of the way, something else spins into the way. So... And also, if you want something, ask for it. You know, if you want someone to go down, if you want someone to touch you, if you want someone to play with your nipples, you know, look at who's around and ask somebody. Because there will be somebody who's willing. The number of times (laughs) I've heard you just say, I need somebody to fuck me. Uh-huh. The people are shoving themselves out of the way to get to you. Yeah. And so ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. In a group where everybody is it's keen and into it, there will be somebody to fill <laughs> to fill your void. <laughs> <laughs> it was it had already started happening and I couldn't stop it. it was- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Like yeah. with uh, premature punulation. Mm-hmm. But I do think it is it is important to remember that, that consent and communication is going to be different in a group setting than yes. it is with just two people. Uh, with, ju- with just two people, I think it's a little bit it's easier and perhaps a little more comfortable, whereas in a, in a group, especially if you are new to the group, it can be a little, I'm not really sure if I can ask for this, I'm not sure what I can say or whatever, but um, but I do think, you know, your general rule of thumb, if you're touching somebody, you know, may I touch you, is this okay, yeah. you know, I'm going to do this, I want to do this to you, and you can, you know, whisper it lightly in their ear while you're kissing down their neck. You don't have to be like face-to-face, okay, now, <laughs> this is what's going to happen next. You know, you could do it in a very seductive and very sensible way. If you look way. to the whiteboard, children. <laughs> um, yeah. No, and it is. It is something that you, you just need to, you have to have that confidence mm. of, mm. of this is what I want to do. Because you're right, in a, in a, in a smaller group setting, you know, just two of us, we can have a more conversational, this is how it's going to go. Yeah. Sometimes in groups, it's harder to have that conversational because people are moving in and out. It's, it's a writhing puppy pile. And mm-hmm. so you just trust that if you, you don't, you don't want to do anything that's way out there. Mm-hmm. But if you do something that somebody's not happy with, you listen to their body movements. You listen to their words. So if somebody was to put their hand on your breast and you don't want it there yet, you move it off of there and they trust, you trust that they're going to go, oh, she doesn't want it there. Yeah. I will say we've seen those situations where it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know one of your stories is coming up that, from my perspective, that happened a couple of times. Mm. But you just have to... People should be aware and cognizant of, of what's of Yeah, what's going on. and even if it's someone that I've played with before, even if it's someone I've played with multiple times, I'll still, before going down them, ask, you know, is it okay if I go down on you? You know, may I, can I, I want to, and just make sure that they're still okay with it, even if I've done it before. Yeah. Because um, I want to, just want to make sure that everybody's okay with whatever's happening. And again, it may change from day to day. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I feel like, did we answer that? I feel like we answered that. I think so. It was rambly, but, yeah. you know. And that. there's a lot of different ways, but, yeah. All right. What else do All we right. have? Um, we can keep going back in time Ooh. and talk about the Our Secret Spot Christmas party night. Yeah. So this was right before Christmas. Uh, you and I had gone to the club. We weren't sure, being right before Christmas, if it was a Saturday before, if it was going to be busy or not. It was enough days in front of Christmas because it was like the 22nd that people probably weren't super involved in family things yet, but at the same time, you never really know. So we didn't know if it was going to be a busy night or not a busy night at the club, but we wanted to go and have fun anyway, regardless, because we like it, whether it's busy or slow. It's fun either way. Uh, But it actually ended up being quite busy, Mm -hmm. and we waited later than normal to start play. I think it was about 12.30 or so before we ever went upstairs. But I know that we had been talking to, there was a couple that we're friends with and that we've played with many a time many at the a club. Friend. Yeah, long time friends. Yeah, and then there was a single female there who we've also played with a f- number of times. And she had come in a bit later, so yep. I think she got there maybe 11, 11.30, something like that. Then there was a new couple that we had met at the club once before. 
had long conversations with them, really enjoyed really liked them. Yeah, really liked them, had great conversations with them. And then they were there that night. So we were just like, yay, they're back. And so we, again, chatted with them for a very long time. And around that 1230 mark or so, I could tell that everybody was kind of wanting to. Sexual tension. And, and the guy of the couple that we've played with numerous times before, he and I were both kind of starting to make moves and we were sitting in that space right down at the bottom of the stairs by the orgy room and I hadn't really seen anybody go up in a while so I asked him I said have you noticed if there's anybody up there and he was like no I'll go check it out but I was closer to the stairs so I just kind of ran up real quick and I was like there's two beds and they have fresh clean sheets so I like ran back down the stairs I was like all right everybody upstairs now (laughs) and we did we went upstairs um so it ended up being I guess seven of us because there were the well, it started out just five of us. True. Because it did the, start with just five. I'll, I'll call them the newbies for now. Yeah. I really hope and feel that they'll get their own names later on. But they were in the bed next to us. Yeah. And I could tell that they wanted to to push the boundaries. And, and they were extremely new. I don't think they had played with anybody. No. And we had had a conversation with them before. Uh, and we knew that they had not played with anyone at the club. They were not putting pressure on themselves to do so, right. which I think is a very good thing. Agreed. Uh, but they were just kind of in that, let's start with having sex in front of other people, see how we feel, and if we feel like we want to move into that, you know. And so the five of us were being very cognizant to give them space yeah. and to not push ourselves on them, to not, we didn't even reach over, we right. didn't touch them. Well, which leads into that first problem that you have to be cognizant of because I think they thought we weren't interested in them because I'm pretty sure they were getting ready to leave. And then I looked over and said, you guys don't have to leave or something along that mm. line. And so she sat back down and he was, I think he got behind her mm. and was near her. And uh, I asked her if I could touch her, and mm-hmm. she's like, yes. Yeah. So I'm putting my hand on her arms and shoulders. And then I was like... She very quickly asked if she could go down on you. Well, I asked if I could kiss her first. Okay. And so we kissed and made out for a little while. It didn't take long. It didn't take long. <laughs> uh, because, look, I have a Because next thing I know, she was going... I, we all know yeah. I have a type, and my type is Disney princess. Uh, and she falls into that Disney princess, sort of. And by that, I don't mean... Um, I mean, a colorful personality. I mean, big, big eyes. She's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's got big eyes. She's curvaceous. She's got beautiful hair. Mm. And, you know, this kind of, it's funny, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but this wide-eyed view of the world, which I love. A playfulness. A playfulness, yeah. yeah. Because you have that same sort of wide-eyed view of the world. And that's something that I really find so attractive in, in, in people, is that sense of wonder. And she had that. I feel like you're going to break into song soon. <laughs> show you my whole new world. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I could break into a song because it is. Mm-hmm. It's something that, that I really like about people. Yeah. And and I know Lola Lady and I have talked about it many many a time. That she's like your type is Disney princess, and mm-hmm. she can call him from a mile away. And so this young lady happened to be in that. Disney yeah. princess sort of look. Yeah. And, and her partner was really adorable too. Her partner was yeah. handsome as hell. I didn't I didn't push any boundaries with him. Yeah. Um I'm you know, I'm just saying I'm available if he's interested. Um <laughs> hashtag boundary pusher. But so and then she started going down on me. Yeah. I went down on her I went down on her really quickly too. Yeah. Because somehow in the group I sort of started drifting out to the peripheral. Mm-hmm. And I, what had happened was 
that you guys had closed into a kneeling circle where you guys were all sort of, and I was still off the bed. Everybody was kneeling on the mm. bed, and I was like, I can shove my way into this. It's one of three things that's going to happen. I'm going to shove my way into this and be part of the circle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dive into the center and be the center of the circle. Or I'm going to talk to these people next to me and pull them into mm-hmm. our whole big group. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to do the latter. Yeah, because what happened at that point, once you kind of started drifting that way, is I know that like I was going down on one of the ladies. She was playing with one of the other ladies. And then the uh, other male partner, I think, was also up near the lady's head that I was going down on. And she was playing with him and, and going down on him. And, and so there was kind of that whole bit, just again, you're just playing with whoever is in front of you. And, and admittedly, my eyes that night were only for the ladies. I yeah, was were, not really interested in yeah. the guys at all. Um, I did play with the, our regular male partner much, much later. Like at the very end. Um, But I know that I can also be a little bit rougher with him. And so I was kind of starting down that path a bit with him. Um, But it was, I was very much focused on the ladies. And I felt a little bad because I know that the new couple, he was, you know, kind of neat. Once you and she started playing together, he came to join in our circle. And he started trying to play with me, but I was at that moment, I was 100% like involved with one of the ladies. And so, like, I mean, I was, I was, my face was down between her legs. There was no coming up from that. And so it was just kind of like, ah, oh, he'll be there momentarily. And I feel a little bad. But I also know that somebody else then went and, you know, they were playing with him. And, and it was fine. Again, everybody kind of finds their groove and finds a place to fit in. Yeah. Um, but it, it is one of those things that at any given time, you may be left out. You may be yeah. one sitting back and just watching for a moment, and that's okay. You know, you don't have to think that you always have to be involved in every single moment, in every single scenario. Yeah. It can be okay to just sit back and watch, or even just kind of run your hands over somebody, just kind of lightly feel. Um, but I, yeah, and I, I did end up kissing him and playing with him a little bit later, but not really much at all. Again, that night, like, that's just where my headspace was, yeah. was I just wanted lady time. And that's what I was focused on. They live relatively close to us. We need to make a, yeah. a concerted effort yeah. uh, because I do very much like both of them. Mm. And uh, yeah, we'd like to make a yeah. bigger effort. But you know, it is. You're right. It's it's one of those things that that. So for me, I I missed a lot of that because I was focused on on her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was one of those rare group situations where it ended up being like a group of four or five or six, and then a group of two, mm-hmm. and then so. Then at some point, I went down on her forever, which yeah. makes me very happy. And I ended up going down on somebody else other than you. Anyway, there was a lot of oral sex, which I'm very happy with. might have with. been the single female, perhaps. Maybe. I really enjoyed it. I think it was, actually. I think I did. You're yeah. right. And then I ended up with uh, the new lady mm-hmm. going down on me while her partner fucked her from behind. That was hot. Which is still one of my favorite things ever. I love that. Yes, that was hot. Um, I liked watching that. Which reminds me of a time that in the not too distant past where the ginger tramp was fucking somebody and he gave me a high five because yes. she was going down on me. Yes. And it was really much... He's he's such a sarcastic asshole. I do love him, but that was a different playtime. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, so... It, but I... Yeah, and I'm like, all right, this is great. Yeah, and that was really good. And um, But again, I think that at the beginning, we were just, all of us were being very cognizant not to push them too far yeah. because we knew that they hadn't really played with anybody else. And, you know, for your first time, do you want to jump into group play situation? Do you right. want 
two on two? What do you and you know, and that's something that we didn't really know what they were looking for. Maybe they didn't really know what they were looking for for their first time. Um, yeah, but it all worked out, and I think everybody had a fun, good time. And yeah. I would like to escort them farther into subsequent times. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hint, hint, hint. If you're no. listening, anyway. No, but it, uh, it was it was just such a good night because it was it was you know people that we all enjoy playing with. So. And I will say, sort of a, another uh, addendum to what we've talked about before. I talked about not feeling pressured to get an erection. I also am not pressured to have an orgasm. Yeah. Which no. with I'm going to say with the vast majority of people, eighty percent. I'm not going to orgasm from oral. Uh, if you enjoy doing it, just keep doing it. It's great. It feels wonderful. Yeah. But it has to be somebody who really either A, gets very lucky, or B, really knows me mm-hmm. and knows what my triggers are. And so, you know, it's one of those things that I can enjoy it for hours. Yeah. Sometimes I feel guilty about that because it goes on for hours. But my, my other thought to that is that, you know, if you don't like it, you'll stop. Mm. If you get bored, you should stop. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like... For sure. And again, it, it's back to that, what does the end game look like? Yeah. The end game isn't an orgasm. No. Or it shouldn't be. No. And the number of times that we do end up in group play situations where you're just moving around between people and and you may or may not orgasm and you may or may not make someone else orgasm. But as long as you're all having fun and the pleasure's there and, and you're enjoying the experience, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I would say, as an, a, uh, another add-on to that, is if you want to orgasm, just let me know how to do it. Yeah. I'm happy to take directions. Mm. If your goal is orgasm, give me directions. Or some people do that. Yeah. Some people do that very Which well. I love that. Yeah. 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 Cool. What do we have next? Um, well, we're still in Christmas season. Dear God. So we have the Christmas party that we had here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a big Christmas party. Many people left at some point. Mm-hmm. Then there was a subset. Of, there was. I mean, come on. It was. It was. It was a. a I didn't. There was a it. lot of. I didn't expect the night to turn into this, but there was also a lot of sexual tension throughout the evening. Of course. But I also didn't really expect there to be play, just because I knew that there were going to be a lot of people here, and some people may or may not have known each other. And you just. You don't. It was just. Get people together and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, but it did end up um, 12, 31 o'clock. We ended up starting play session. Six of us in bed. Yeah. And that was really lovely because there were two couples, one single female and one single male. But everyone in the group was bisexual. Yeah. Somewhere along the spectrum. Yeah. And... As soon as we started, like I hadn't even gotten quite to the bed yet, uh, the two ladies, the other two other ladies were playing together, and there was like this ring of men all going down on one another. So there was guy one going down on guy two, going down on guy three, going down on guy one, and and I was just kind of stood back for a moment and watched that because it was a very pleasurable ring to watch. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, really was. It was really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, I, I I do love that. Is my favorite type of play scenario mm-hmm. is where everybody is by. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, it's just, just it's such an easy puppy pile. Yeah. And and I ended up jumping in with the ladies, but then the ring broke up, and you know people start moving. But it's just so easy, so fluid, and um, yeah, it was just it was really lovely. And that that definitely is our favorite kind. Just. When there is no concern and everybody just kind of moves easily. Yeah. It's it's good fun. And it also ended up with me taking one of the men to the S and riding him for a little while. Yeah. That might have been the gentleman. It might have been. Was. Was the gentleman. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. 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 I like to get him on the S. 
that's a really lovely position to have him in. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was great. I want yeah. to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> it was just it was just so lovely. I just love the um, people. The people. Yeah, it, it is it. You know, but group I will situations always depend on the people involved. But I will say that it was a slightly different dynamic than if it had been three couples. I agree. But not in a negative way. No. It was it was just a, it just there was a slightly different dynamic, but I think it's because it was expected that you weren't gonna stay in couples. You know, it's interesting though, I say you say that. I sort of wonder too if it if it was the bisexuality. Could be I honestly believe that if it had been three couples as as I mean, because most of us fall in the two to four range. Yeah. I, I would say every if you took the average of everybody's sexuality in that room, it was a three. So Mm. On the Kinsey scale. And so, yeah, I would say that... And it could be. Everybody could be. is very bi yeah. and very comfortable playing with their own gender. Yeah. In fact, one of the couples, the other couple said, he even said, he goes, when we go to the club, I don't like to play with people who aren't bi. He mm-hmm. goes, I- I'm happy to do it. He goes, but in the end, yeah. what am I getting different than playing with my partner? And I'm like, that's a really good point. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. No, no, and it may be because it was that, because it was just that, that fluidity, and there was no, again, expectation that we were going to partner off or anything like that. It was just, there was fluidity of, I'm going to go down on this person, yeah. you know, I'm going to go over here, I may be going down on somebody while they're going down on somebody else, and it's just, you know, again, there's no expectations. It was great. Yeah. It was a very Merry Christmas party. Yes, it was. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what's next? So the last thing that I've got are the muff, muffs. Muffs. Muffs, the muffs. <laughs> Where did you go? I poured us big glasses hoping it would make it through. Yeah, well. It didn't. I needed more wine, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's to our audience. Yes, yes. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we've had a couple of MMMFs, uh, which I believe that we've talked about. I think both of them, at least in some part, yes, before. But uh, one was at Desire, and and then then one was at the Last Pendulum Party, yeah. and they were very different dynamics between the Completely. two. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Desire, you had uh, two extremely bisexual guys, mm-hmm. one bisexual accepting guy, and you mm-hmm. and at uh, pendulum you had two fellas who were just learning to experience their yeah. by side and they were brand new yeah. to us yes um, i mean i guess the others were but they were it was both a different scenario the club. Yeah. they were brand new to the lifestyle and the yeah. experience yeah so so very different dynamics um yeah. yes yeah and so the first one at desire it was I think it was really lovely because it started off with you and the other bi guy playing. We can talk about him because he posted on it about on Twitter. Okay. I was one of the highlights for his year, baby. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we're looking at you, Cooper. Yeah. Love you, baby. So, yeah, so you and Cooper were playing. Yeah. And, I mean, if, if anybody's listened to our live podcast, you would have put the pieces together who all was in the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm still thinking about Cooper and I'm all excited. <laughs> Get a little choked up and a little <laughs> emotional. Um, but yeah, so you and Cooper started off playing together and I was playing with the other fella. We could probably go ahead and name him because I think everybody's got it. Yeah, you think? I don't know. Can we? <laughs> I want to, but we haven't actually. Did we say it on the live podcast? Um, in the live podcast, it becomes very clear as to who was in the room. And somebody even said, if you put the pieces together, you'll figure out who was there. All right, well, we'll say who it is. Then. All right. 
Um, at you, Prof. Yeah. So, so you were playing. <laughs> Look, we had an orgy with life on the swing set. That's basically how it went. Not all of them. Uh, well, I kissed Dylan. And that picture is now on yes, the internet. Yes, but Dylan as well. and Ginger weren't in the room. They were not. Where were you guys? I think they were actually at like a planning meeting or something that Prof <laughs> we, skipped out on. <laughs> we, we were planning, <laughs> planning how to take over the world with sex. Uh, yes, I think they were at a planning meeting. Um, they were being responsible. Responsibility. Um, but yeah, no. So you were playing with Cooper, and I was playing with Prof. Also, looking at you next year, Ginger. Mm. Anyway, um, and it was it was lovely because. I just, I could see you guys over there. I mean, you know, it's, we're all on a king size bed, so you're not far away. I could see you guys over there. It's like, like, where were we? But you weren't. But we weren't touching. Right. No, and of and so yeah. So, but you guys were over there, and and Prof and I were kind of kissing and making out, and um, started going down on him and whatever. And it was just yeah. And but then seeing you guys, and then I think at some point. There was movement. I don't even. All know. I remember yeah. is this wonderful. I mean, the sex was amazing. Um, mm. For me. But I think one of my like entertainment point of view was watching you with Prof, then you with Cooper, then you with me. And then as soon as you were done with me, you went right back to Prof because yeah. you were like, woohoo, refractory period is done. <laughs> and I think we probably could have continued that loop yeah. had we not had to go to dinner. Well, I think Prof was interesting as well because he's he's definitely dumb. And, um, and I don't usually... I don't usually, I'm, I don't know how to say this, but other than to say, I don't get into like a dom war with people when we're having sex. So to me, sex is sex. Like, right, like right. There can be there can be domination and whatever, but it's not, to me, sex is different than that kind of play. And, and so, you know, it is, I'm going to go for what I want. I'm going to ask for what I want. Um, I may take what I want within what's allowed, but... but yeah, with him, there was a bit more of that, that grr kind of, like he was definitely like, I want this. I'm gonna do this, um, and and so it was kind of like, okay, we're, we're gonna do this now. And it was, it was me giving up a little bit of that. And it was it was fun and it was good. But at the same time, I didn't feel like there. I didn't feel like there was a push pull. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish I could have pounced on him because I have a crush on him as well. I have a crush on so many people <laughs> at Desire. Uh, I know. It's kind of yeah. yeah yeah. But yeah, then I went over and I was. Going down on Cooper for a while, um, ended up writing him while, at some point. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like, "I'm not done, so come here." And <laughs> I used you, and yeah, uh-huh. it was great. Yeah, oh, so that good. was that was fun. That was a lovely afternoon. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, and then the best part was afterwards. Cooper left. Prof left. <laughs> I I jumped in the shower because I think it was getting close to dinner time. And then we hear. And I looked out, I could see Prof standing there, and I opened the door. I was like, hey, buddy, what's up? He goes, I came clothed. I left naked. Yeah, he's like, I left all my clothes. <laughs> all of his clothes. His shorts, his shirt, his, his sunglasses, sunglasses yeah. his his thongs, everything. His yeah. flip-flops, whatever. But Desire is the only place that you can do that. Because you can walk out completely naked, and it's completely acceptable. It was so great <laughs> that he walked out completely naked, got to his room, yeah, and then thought, Oh, wait, I'm supposed to have clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like to think that. And so, and Coop left some stuff in mm-hmm. our room as well. Mm-hmm. So I just like to think that our sex is so mind-blowing that you can't get your shit together when you leave. <laughs> and also you walk with a limp. So, no, that was, yeah. that was, and that was right at the beginning. So that, that was, was our a, first MMMF. And that yeah. was day one. Yeah, so that was a lovely way to start We wasted week. no time. Um, yeah. 
great. Yeah. No, it was it was definitely what I needed, what I wanted. They were the perfect people to join in with us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was it was just wonderful it was human beings. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 So then the second MMMF this mm-hmm. year was vastly different. Oh yeah. It was a lot more the guys were very passive. They were very like of course you were very much Dom Angela as well. You were Damgela. Well this was also this Damgela, was that, that, at that. Pendulum Party. Yeah. Um, I don't think I realized how late it was, but was it was like say, an hour left before the club closed. that much, yeah. Yeah. It's because we went upstairs at like 2, maybe 2.15. It was quite late. Yeah. And I don't think I realized when we went up how late it was. Um, but they, you could, I could tell they wanted to play. Um, and it, and I wanted to play with both of them yeah. too. And I'd wanted to play with both of them for an hour and a half. And then they disappeared for a while. They disappeared for a little, yeah, quite a and while. And we couldn't find them. And so, mm-hmm. and I think they were actually playing, which is great. I, I, I love the idea. I like the idea that they were off somewhere playing. Yeah, yeah I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if Because we looked around and we couldn't find them. Even if they were just playing with each other, that mm-hmm. makes me happy as mm-hmm. well. Because, you know, like, this is, kind of, that's kind of awesome. That's yeah. what it's meant to be. So. Well, we did end up finding them again. Yeah. We sat and chatted with them for a little bit longer. And, and then, then it we was just like, laid it out on the line. Yeah. Look, we want to play. If you guys are interested, we're going to go up. And both yeah. of them were like, yeah, we're interested. Yeah. Uh, I wish we had had time, more time to focus on maybe on you. Yeah. That's well, what I'm really liking about the the multiple men and you is watching everybody mm. play with you. Well, I don't think we really had time with them to, I'm going to say, really get a, a scene or a scenario going. Yeah. Um, because it was very much you were going down on one. I think he might have gone down the other. I was going down on whatever, and it was so there was a lot of oral play, yeah. but there wasn't really time or um, the, there wasn't a good situation to kind of be like, all right, this is what I want out of this. It was just kind of like, all right, let's see what we can do in the time that we've got. Yeah. And um, and I don't think I quite realized how late it was because I know at one point the the fellow that I was going down on said that he wanted to. To go and he wanted to have sex with me, yeah. and and I wasn't ready for penetrative sex yet. I was still having fun with oral. Didn't realize how late it was because then they came upstairs and they were like, you know, fifteen minute warning, whatever it was. So it was like, all right, we got to make this happen. Yeah. So that's when I just was like, all right, I want all of you to come on me then, because um, I like that too. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, but I will say that it felt a little rushed, and I don't feel like we really had the time to. Yeah kind of sit back and enjoy it and and see exactly where everybody was and to take full advantage of that. Agreed. And which is kind of a bummer because I would Mm. have liked to have, like I said, focus a bit more on you and and let both of them focus on you. Because the the buy side is great, uh, but there's sometimes that I like to see you sort of objectified and that was one of those opportunities. And this is why I have my 10, 10, 30 dress down rule. Internal clock. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny, you know, mm. looking at it because I'm I'm right now a lot more on the Kinsey two, mm-hmm. where I'm more interested in women than I am men. With that said, there are men that I will always be interested in. Looking mm-hmm. at you, gentlemen. Um, but realistically, I'm like with new partners. I'm like, oh, let's just find a, a lady. I'll find yeah. a lady. Uh, I will say, Mr. Green is high on my list mm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Pretty right, sure so he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that actually brings us to two other things that we failed to mention earlier. Is if you are looking at a group sex or orgy situation, uh, be mindful of how much you've had to drink and any other 
drugs or anything that you may be doing. Um, but I personally always think it's best to go in fairly clear-headed, cognizant, because you want to have fun. You want to remember it. Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't want to be what did I, the next day. You don't want to think, what did I do? I can't really remember all the specifics. You want to experience it. and You want to enjoy it. And you also want to make sure that you're not like clumsy, stumbling, and whatever, because that. Yeah, may affect how everybody else. Well, we've not played with people fun. because they were too drunk. Yeah, it's true. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say keep that to a minimum. I'm not they don't have some, you know, oh, social, no. social lubrication. lubrication is great. Yeah, it's fine, uh, but just don't be like too too wasted. I would suggest anyway. Um, and there was some, oh yeah yeah don't wait too late to play because that happens. We see it a lot at the club where people will wait until like one one thirty two o'clock to go upstairs, especially new people. It takes them a long time to get comfortable. Um, but then they'll kind of wait, and then then you do feel rushed, and, and whatever's going to happen. So. We had that recently, where we went up late, and the only reason that it was a Thursday, it was my birthday. Yeah. The, that birthday story, we went up late, really. Mm-hmm. And they even said, Lawrence was like, you know, we close in an hour if, yeah. you, if you're going to play, yeah. you know, And it was now. fun, it was great. And yeah. it was great. Um, but. Yeah, but it, it can be very different, and so I would say don't, don't wait too late. Uh, because the other good thing about getting in early is that, if you go up, say, even 9.30, 10, 10.30, whenever you go up early and you play, you have a chance to play again. Yeah. You know? Rehydrate and go. Yeah. You, you can always go for round two. Uh, or if you are a, you know, don't want to stay out till 3 a.m., that means you get to play and you get to go home and get some sleep, too. That, that can be a good thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't, I would say don't feel pressure to, like, have to wait and wait and wait and be the one to get things going. Get started. So... The last thing I'm going to say is we had a a play situation, which you didn't include on your list, that there was probably five or six of us, four, six, six of us, at least in the bed. And not all of us were playing together, but we were all playing. And one of the young men who is, I, I really like this guy. He is smart. He is sexy. He's witty as hell. He's funny. He just has one flaw. He doesn't. Shut up. Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. Like, we're having sex, and he's making running commentary. And... Like, like when Bradford says he doesn't shut up, he literally does not stop talking. Yeah. It's like, distracting. It is distracting. And it's one of those things that... He's, he's an extremely attractive yeah. human being. Like... And personality-wise, I, I really like I him. I really love him. Like, yeah. going out and having drinks with him... Mm-hmm. Would be at the top of my list. Yeah. Like hanging out as a friend. I really like him. And mm. we've sort of chased one another for the last year and some change. Yeah. Uh, and, but playing with him Yes, was... we did finally get to play with them. And it was in a group situation. So there were a number of other couples around. There was six of us actually actively playing. Okay. And then it was there was another room, six so... that were yeah. in the room with us. Yeah, and I was playing with him at one point, uh, and going down on him, he was going down on me, but he just, he, again, he was never quiet. And it was both a little distracting, and I also kind of felt like, you're not really focusing on me. Now, I realize in group play, you're, there's going to be distractions, and you're yes. not going to be 100% focused, but but at the same time, I was kind of like, well, what, what's the point? What am I doing here? And I will, exactly, and I even told him that. I was like, look, can I be honest with you? And he's like, yes, because i had a couple of drinks, not a lot, but I had a couple of drinks. And I was like, the honest truth is when I'm going down on you and you're talking at, about, or to someone else, I feel like what I'm doing doesn't matter. You're not enjoying it. You're You're not not focused on it. Because if you're enjoying it, you'd be focusing on me. If you enjoy the person you're with, you're focusing on them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And 
he even admitted, like, that's, you're right, it's bad. I, I wish I didn't do it. Yeah. And... And we did ask his partner if it was something that, like, in a one-on-one situation, is it different? She said, not really. So, because I was like, well, maybe it's a group thing. Maybe it's nervous. Maybe it's a whatever. You know, maybe it's just kind of a want to make sure everybody else is having a good time or involved or whatever. But there's there's other ways to do that. And, yeah. But it's not, apparently. Um, <laughs> you know, and maybe it's, maybe he doesn't talk as much if it's just the two of them. But he was, but she was like, oh, yeah, no, no, that that's, you know, he just, he does talk a lot. And, and it's. It's okay to be vocal, but like when it was that constant, and and I didn't feel like and, and it's I, commentative. It it's is not like yeah. vocal is one thing. If you're making sex sounds, then that's great. And it also wasn't dirty talk. No, yeah, no. But when you're just commentating about how somebody's hair is parted this way now, and it looks funny because a minute ago it was parted the other way, like that has no, you're not adding anything Mm-mm. to the to the play session. Yeah, and which is really a shame because. Like before, yeah, he's like, very. Attractive. He was he was like at like an eight, yeah. And I was like, this is something that could push you to the nine or ten mark, mm-hmm. because I actually didn't realize he was by until that mm-hmm. night, and even because he had I, maybe the week before, because we happened to run into him back to back weeks, mm-hmm. and he even said, "I've been chasing you both for the mm-hmm. last year and a half," and I thought both of us, and yeah. then somebody asked, I asked if he was by, and he was like, "Yeah, by." This was the second time. Mm. And then when we kissed, I was like, whoa, there are sparks here. This is great. Mm. But then those sparks quickly got rained upon and put dirt upon and then stamped down because I just wish the boy could be quiet for yeah. a while. And mm. I know this is coming from me. Well, I even su- I, understand I even that. suggested a ball gag and his partner was like, it doesn't work. So we need a higher quality ball gag. Yeah. Geekysextoys.com slash by the by podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so before we wrap up, though, we do have one listener question, which I think is a really awesome listener question. Okay, shoot me. I mean, shoot it at me. I mean, sh- splash on me. How do you deal with the fact that you're a goddamn hussy and enjoy puppy piles? One day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody who's just realized that they're, in their words, a goddamn hussy and enjoy puppy piles. <laughs> right. Because it it is a very different play style than what many people are used yeah. to. Yeah. It, it's a tough. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> one day at a time, you know. One the, puppy pile at a time. One puppy pile at a time. <laughs> it, you know, it is one of those things that, that's, yeah, because it's amazing. It's awesome, and it's it's. It is, but I will say, as far as the first part goes, about being a quote unquote goddamn hussy. Hey, if she's trying to take that word back, let her. Yes, but there is a lot of shame associated with that word in the general populace. True, true. Hussy, slut, any of that. But we can re-own that by yeah. recalling ourselves. And, I'm a hussy. And we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. I am. I'm yeah. happy to be called a slut. Um, and I love love. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, so it, I think it is just kind of embracing that and saying, yes, I love love. I like to play with people. I like to be with people, whatever that looks like. If it's just a cuddle scenario, if it's more than that, if it's just enjoying people's company, whatever it is, I enjoy people. And, and it doesn't, you know, it can be physical, it can be sexual, it doesn't have to be. Um, but puppy piles are such a fun way to play because everyone's comfortable. And there is that fluidity and that flow, and you're not stuck doing one thing the entire night. Yeah. You get to have variety. And I think that's really why a lot of us are, are into this and do this, is because we want variety. We don't want the same thing all the time. 
I agree. Yeah. And so you just own it. Yeah, you do own it. <laughs> I don't and know how you deal with it other than just own it. <laughs> well, the way you deal with it is finding a group of people that you like to play with on a regular basis, uh-huh. and then you play with them on a regular basis. And we might so, be volunteering. Hi. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's funny because I think she's probably asking this a bit tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there are people out there who feel guilty because yeah. this is what they enjoy. And what I would say is you have nothing to feel guilty about. The world is wrong. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. And what, if that's what you like to do, then do it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Do it safely. Have fun with it. And please tell us all yeah. about it. Yeah, we like details. We do. Yeah. Is that all you got? That's all I've got. woo Well, then let's tell them how to send us their details. Okay. So if you've got a story you want to tell us or a question that you want to ask us, because this was all based around a, a listener's questions and questions, comments yeah. uh, that, that were sent to us. This whole podcast mm-hmm. was. So we very much thank that listener. Uh, if you've got ones that you want to hear about or things that you want to understand and hear about, email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Yeah. Find us on all social medias at By The By Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at By The By Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us on patreon.com slash By The By Podcast and you get these videos of of Angela's lovely breasts and me constantly scratching my nose because I've got allergies and drinking my alcohol and looking at you in a very Jim-esque way if you watch The Office. <laughs> uh, and we really appreciate it. Yes, so definitely. thank you guys so much for listening yeah. and uh, we Catch hope to you hear from week. you soon. This is Kat Stark, author of Yelling in Pasties, The Wet Coast Confessions of an Anxious Slut and co-host of the On the Wet Coast podcast. And you're listening to a Swingset podcast on Swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.